Hey, this is Coley, and you're listening to the Still With You podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley, and I am so glad that you are here. So recently, I feel like I'm that friend who always swings by your house unannounced. I am so sorry for how random I have been with these release dates on the podcast. I am so glad to finally have this out here for you all because today you're going to meet one of my favorite people on the planet, my friend Annette. She and I have been childhood friends, which then morphed into being friends in college, which now has morphed into being friends in our adult life and sharing how God has called us to different ministries ministries, how he's taken even the smallest details of our friendship and allowed us to so uniquely use them for his kingdom. I am so thankful to have her and you're going to love her. A few things that I want you to know before I share this interview with her. So Annette is actually doing a internship this summer in Southeast Asia and in the Middle East. Throughout the entire interview, I interchangeably use the words mission trip and internship as if they are the same thing. She is not going on a mission trip. She is going to be teaching English in Southeast Asia and in the Middle East. It is not a mission trip. It is a internship. So please ignore me when I say mission trip. She has been on several mission trips, but this is not one. Also, I get really, really excited (laughs) in this interview. I kind of talk really fast. It's just because I am like so excited to talk with her and and she's one of those friends that I've known for a very long time. So I am like 100% myself, guards all down. Just know (laughs) that's why I'm talking really, really fast. Without further ado, you're going to love Annette Todd. She is absolutely one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. She is so strong. She has such a heart for getting to know people who are not like her. She loves multiculturalism and foreign exchange students and you're going to hear all about that. So please give a big round of applause wherever you're at listening to this podcast for my friend Annette. Hi! How are you? I'm so good. This is crazy. Yeah, this is our guest room that no one goes in, so I always record here. So this is your dorm? Yes. I cleaned up a little bit of it, but not all of it, so. <laughs> I don't know, last time I got to see you in person, it would have been like a long time ago. At least a year and a half, two years. Yeah, it feels like the most life has happened for me in that like two year span. How do we even unpack it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be honest, like even thinking through, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to do my best to stay on, like, one train of thought, but it seems like, like, mostly, like, the things that God has taught me have been, like, repeating over and over. Different circumstances, it's, like, the same lessons over and over. So you, I do my best to, like, stay on track. You're good. You look so beautiful, yeah, yeah, by yeah. the way. Thank you. Thanks. I mean that, <laughs> yeah. I'm 21 now. Hit that mark. Are you drinking coffee? Yeah, actually, I was really excited. Right before I came, I was dropping something off to one of my Korean friends, and she gave me, like, this whole bag of these nice little latte mixes from Korea, and I love them, and she gave me, like, 20 of them, so I'm, like, really... <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Do you drink those every every day? Like, are you drinking, no, like, coffee? No, no, I, have, I haven't had one for, like, a month. 
the last time she gave one to me, and so then she gave some more to me, and so I'm really happy. So is that the group of friends that you're running with, and, like, are they foreign exchange yeah. students? Yeah, there's, like, a, especially the Asian girls, there's a lot from Korea, South Korea, and then a lot from Japan, and then there's some scattered throughout, like, Middle East, Europe, and stuff, but my biggest group of friends is from South Korea and Japan, so it changes every semester. A lot of them are here for a full year, and some are only here for, you know, four months, one semester, and so yeah. we make the most of it, but it feels too short every time. But they're, they're 16 students, so they come for just a little bit and have to go back to their university. Do you always feel called to befriend the foreign exchange students? Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that whole community, even though it changes every year, you know, it's, it's so funny, even when I was home over Christmas, over spring break, a couple of my friends and I were walking down, down Columbia, and we walked into this ice cream shop, and there was a table of all Asians, and I was like, oh, I need to go say hi to them, like, yes, yes, I, I didn't do that, because, like, we were just, you know, on a girl's day or whatever, but I definitely feel like every time I see someone in America, I should I remember when we were ice skating one time and I remember like there's this group of Asian people who walk by and you're like you're like oh my gosh I love Asian people and I then remember uh. that stuck with me and I was like oh my gosh like that's so cool like she's that is so sweet that she has such a heart for you know the culture and the people who that's so neat. God has continued to put Asian people in my life but I love it. Because I want to talk about it so you're going to China this summer? I am. I'm not going to China, but the organization I'm going with started in China. But okay. there are a lot of different countries now. Wait, where are so you I'll going? Yes, yeah, so I'll be in Southeast Asia for one month and then the Middle East for one month. And so I'll get like two oh my gosh. really different cultures. So the first month is more like we'll be at a university meeting like college students in, the South- in Southeast Asia. And so I'm really excited to be with them and we'll be following like long-term teachers and get to sit in on their classes teaching English. But we won't actually be doing the teaching for that first month and then we fly over to the Middle East and do like in-country training then we get to classes three times a day for a lot of the Syrian refugees that are being welcomed into this country I know and a lot of of families yeah they've welcomed in like about a million and so we'll get to in our you know one little city we'll get to offer English classes and in the in-between times we'll get a talk or play with kids just get a lot of like practical experience kind of like seeing the long-term goal or what it would be like to live overseas long-term for the first month with those long-term teachers but then kind of jumping into like okay teach every day and it's gonna be a little bit more intense I'm excited to see both sides of it I guess is it fully where the students be like thrown into English or are you gonna have to try to accommodate to the language would that be Arabic that they would speak yes okay yeah Arabic so we will probably learn like like a few sentences or a few phrases to say have a few that I'm trying to practice but don't ask me in <laughs> yeah we won't do any language learning in country beyond just like a few conversation starters but mostly it like that have a basic understanding but we'll like especially with the kids we might be starting from the very basic but with some of the parents they might have like a little bit of knowledge and we'll get to a lot of that will be more informal like trying to start practicing conversations and stuff like that wish we could do more language learning because it's only two months in two countries it will be kind of hard to do a lot of that but I hope I'll pick up a little bit while yeah. I'm there so but this is like not your first mission trip like you're like such a veteran when it comes to mission trips yes. Holy, I'm really not yes you are <laughs> You've been to you've been to Mississippi on a mission trip, like in country mission trip, out of country Mexico. You've been to Australia. So I'm really excited to add a new 
Because Australia, I loved Australia, and it is a different culture, but everyone speaks English there, and I am really excited to experience what it's like to not be able to understand what's being said around me. And even in Mexico, like, I could pick up quite a bit. Yes, you know, girl, as yes. Much, as much as we could, you know. Yeah. Practicing together, but I, but I don't know hardly any of these languages. Yes, I like, I've been overseas, but it'll be way different. Yeah, but time. your heart is there, like, God has put, set you I'm up so for sad. this. What are some of your fears, and are you, are you growing with a group of people that you already know, or are you going to get to know them when you're there? First month, we'll be with a smaller group of interns. I've met one guy who's mm-hmm. dating one of my friends, but I don't know him, like, at all, okay. really. So it'll be really, uh, new people, don't know anyone. You're so um, brave, I love it. <laughs> but I'm I'm actually really excited to kind of be, like, thrown into a new group. I love, like, team building type stuff, learning, learning how to, you know, communicate, build relationships, and so I think that'll be really cool. I haven't even, like, let myself process some of my fears and nerves a lot yet, but I would say, one of, I mean, one of my fears, honestly, is that it will change something about my like I'm excited to but also afraid yeah. that it'll change something about the future what God might be calling me to because I'm praying for clarity about whether this like English teaching is something that I for sure want to go into in the future mm-hmm. or spend some time with or if like the internship I'm doing now at in Joplin is international student ministry and working with like stateside at university campuses and like getting international students plugged in with community and stuff I love doing that like it's so fun and so just seeing exactly like if this is something I really click with if yeah. it's something I'm actually gets it in or something that's more like maybe I need to be in a different kind of role so I'm I'm like nervous but also excited to see how that will pan out and if I'll fall in love with it or you know all of that so this has been like a theme of seeing friends around me in their life one friend of mine who's actually like going to the Dominican public for the summer she loves the Dominican so much she would like live there she could she wanted to stay for the summer because God put that on her heart she didn't really seek that out yeah yes an excitement I can think of like two other friends one friend of mine is going to Colombia and another one's going to Togo, Africa. I'm having a Cinco de Mayo dinner for all the girls who are going somewhere overseas or, you know, going on a mission trip. It's my Cinco de Mayo mission trip dinner. If you're here, you'd so be invited. (laughs) You are so cute. I love it. I just want a time where they can sit. I can feed them and I just want to like pray over each of them. They're all going to different parts of the globe, you know, so anyway. So that's like like one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here too because it's like since you can't come, like I gotta at least like (laughs) figure out what's going on with you. (laughs) Yeah, I really love seeing your ministry grow even in um like you're, I keep saying, like I've followed you too, even though I don't you know, get to talk to you. The kind of community it seems like you've been able to build there is just really one of a kind, like really unique. And I, it's still a struggle to like build that wherever you are. And I feel like I'm in the middle of like trying to figure out what that looks like. Oh here. my gosh, you, um, I've um, seen, are you kidding? I see how many friends you have and you're getting ready to like make more. Holy, it's so different than like, yes, I love my community here, but it's, it's so cool to see how you built up there like because you didn't know anyone going into this new no but like, new place you're living. and so i love seeing how you've like built out that's exactly what thank you i didn't do it though i really didn't it was all my church family like they reached out to me and they invested so much in me it was all god like it really was i didn't do anything and talk about how like like mission trips change you like come to florida i completely feel like i'm a new person i'm not scared of things like i used to be i'm still crazy yeah i'm hoping for that too like (laughs) yeah there are yeah 
there might be different fears that yeah. come out of it and uh, taking taking away of some fears too. You're senior this year, right? I'm a junior. I'll be a senior in the fall. I honestly there. kind of thought that you might be a senior. I didn't know how far you'd been ahead when you went into school. Nope. I still have. I had. I came in with like one semester, but I'll still graduate in four years. Tell everyone what your degree will be in. It's called a Bachelor of Intercultural Studies in Bible. It's like a, a double major degree. So intercultural studies is learning about how to take the gospel to other places and how to more than that, like how to live with other cultures or how to understand and like grow the church in other cultures or start a church in a new culture or just how to how to be like culturally minded worldly minded yeah I guess. yeah the one this summer will be for credit the one i'm doing yeah. now like in joplin is just for experience but i loved it yeah yeah <laughs> so, so i'm super excited like credit for it and have you thought ab- about like after graduation what you're gonna do yeah some i mean part of this summer they um this organization does offer like a master's degree program post graduation and there's potential for like if click would work well with with them um i could get a master's degree in tesol and intercultural studies together through wheaton or wheaton college so after graduation i could potentially like get a two-year commitment of teaching overseas with them and then coming back to do classes summer and winter in Chicago so that's a like that's a a big part of like why I wanted to do my internship with them to see like hey is this something I could see myself doing I honestly don't know I was a lot more set on it before signing up for the internship and now that the year has passed I still like am so open to it but I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen so that's a, a good opportunity there's also a university that is looking for someone to kind of start up international ministry at their campus and so Next fall, there's a possibility of something like that happening. Yeah. Kind of do, like, Joplin has a really good ministry set up with international students. Yeah. Just a community. And so, like, starting that somewhere else would be really cool. House church planting in New York City, and I got to see them a little bit last semester. And so, there's, like, a a year-long thing for that. I don't know, Colin. There's, like, a lot of... I mean, God knows it. Like, God knows. But, like, I mean, you're just naming out, like, casually, like, oh, yeah, I might be in Chicago. Like, might be in New York. It's, like, no big deal. Like, (laughs) that's a huge deal. I love both those cities. Yeah, me too. I've never been to Chicago, actually, but I love New York City. Well, so oh, oh. I've heard good things about Chicago. Yeah, you, so when did you go to New York? I took a seminar that our school offered in last or yeah in October, and so we spent five or six days in New York, so it's pretty short, but each day we went to a different borough okay. and met someone that lived there or had to adventure on our own and did different like prayer walks to the city. The organization is called Global City Mission Initiative. Orlando is one of their places, and uh, I think one in California and in New York and so they they just plant and they work with us a certain people group that That's has so cool. you know globalized into that city and so I love what they do I'd love to do an internship with them too but or yeah residency or whatever they call it there's a lot of options I don't know what I'm gonna land on this summer will hopefully give a little bit of put, push in one direction or not so like how do you make your decisions with going places and deciding what to study I verbally process sometimes, but also I'm a big internal processor. So I definitely, like, mull it over, probably overthink it a little bit. Bringing other people into me. started talking to one of my professors who works who works for the organization, and he was talking to me about it, and it just seemed, my heart just kept growing for this, like, I really feel like this is something I could love. Uh-huh. So talking to him and asking him to pray over it, and then talking to, like, my family people, a few people mm-hmm. here that are my community, and I, just, I mean, I, I applied last summer, because I was pretty sure I wanted to do it this summer. Yeah. So I applied, I applied last summer, and I had been in contact with the recruiter. We had an interview, like, back in August. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be offered to me. They offer a lot of, like, shorter-term, one-month things. Yeah. But the the internship program is what I'm doing, which is, like, a little bit longer and not as big of a group goes. And so we just had the interview, and just, it just clicked. Like, we just went, it just went really well and seemed like our... Our mission was, our hearts were kind of just like 
the heart of that organization. And in my mind, we're just kind of lining up. But whenever he offered it to me at the end of a phone call, I didn't really like put it. I'm going to only this internship for a couple months, like over the summer and been asking people to pray. And so when like I had the interview, it was like, yep, like I'm good to go. So part of me was like, well, I could have waited a little bit longer and thought about it more. But in that moment, I was just like, yep, this is something I feel like God is yeah they're leading me to so so it's kind of a mix of both i definitely ask other people advice even relationships future stuff job like everything i'll talk to other people about it before i can make a decision i was just curious because it always seems like you do such like all these big things like these big things for the lord you know you're so willing and like god leads you to these big things The, the best things in my life have happened because god has put it in there and i haven't pursued it or it's not something that has come because of my own work. And so I think that's like like what you were saying with your community building. It's not something that you were like working so hard at, but it's something that God kind of pulled you into. And like, yeah, there is an element of, okay, I'm, I'm pursuing this and I'm putting effort into it, but it's not because we sought it out. So speaking of which, we should like tell how we met. I don't even remember the first oh! time I met you. I know we had to be like kids. It must have been like church camp, like White Oak yeah. shout out. I just yeah. know like my grandma taught you in Sunday school. I think she was, like, our, our, like, connector, but we would just see each other, like, when I would come to visit or White Oak. And do you remember when we went to, it was, like, Central Christian College of the Bible and In Focus weekend? You were my friend through that entire weekend, and that was, like, because I came and visited your youth group, and you were, like, so sweet to me. And I actually remember that weekend, like, that was pretty defining in my little junior high life, I think. I was, I remember, I remember it did, like, kind of, like, boost my faith, like, it was so so good, and you were so sweet to me, and then in college, like, we, at MACC, you totally, like, were my Spanish buddy, like, we studied Spanish hardcore. Oh my gosh, that was so good. And I have to tell you, you're talking about how things God brings it to us. If I would not have studied Spanish with you, I would not have had this confidence to kind of like explore the language mm-hmm. and which I'm still not fluent in. I'm still learning. But yeah. you have no idea how many encounters I've had here in Florida just by using mm-hmm. Spanish. The job that I that I work at now, like one of my jobs. Uh, what, what, uh, what is? Yeah, I want to hear like. Okay. <laughs> so like, to. so I substitute teach in this in our county school district, and then um, while I was subbing one day, this organization came in to visit the school, and it's called Global Corner. They were doing a presentation on Argentina. <laughs> As they were like doing their presentation, I was like, it's like kind of like speaking in Spanish, like, uh, like I was like, oh, I know this, blah, 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 like, like just kind of like yeah. goofing off. The lady who runs the organization, like the boss was there and she was like, yeah. she's like, oh, you speak Spanish? I was like, I do just a little, you know? And yeah. she's like, well, we're actually looking for a teacher. Like, our, one of our ladies is quitting. And so I was like, <laughs> okay and like I went and like they told me more about it and they like had me try out and everything so like I'm speaking Spanish like on the daily like with kids I have so many yes I know like I have like so many kids that will come up like want to talk with me because I'll say like you know like I'll say little phrases and things to let to like let you know let them know that I kind of can like maybe converse and they love it like it makes them feel like special like the kids who can speak I was at a middle school I was subbing for their gym class and there was a group of girls who literally like I don't think they spoke like hardly at all any English it was like a conjoined gym room one of the teachers was needing the kids like to do something and she's like I just need to like speak to some people who can speak in English like kind of like throwing some shade at them yeah. And it, like, broke my heart. I was like, well, like, you know, that's not their fault, like, that they're learning 
English. Yeah. And so, so I was just sitting there, like, we were all, like, waiting for them to, like, get on the bus or whatever. And so I was just sitting there, and, like, these group of girls are, like, just, like, talking in Spanish. And all of a sudden, I just, like, yeah. threw in, like, a phrase. Like, I was just, like, oh, I said, like, the Donde Aries, like, where are you from? You know? Their eyes, like, got so bright. They were, like, oh, my gosh, like, where are you from? And everything. And, like, I just, like, t- like what little I know. They yeah. loved it. They thought that it was, like, the coolest thing that, like, a teacher was, like, willing to speak with them. I was, like, oh, my gosh, Lord. Yeah. Like, you are amazing like there's so many I don't know there's like it's like yes 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 like there's um it's like you're drawn to like Asian people like the Hispanic people find me yes. you know? <laughs> so yes. it's crazy yes. but I was just like yeah. oh my gosh like Lord wow. you're so cool so anyway I just want to like yes. thank you so much for helping me grow in that that part mm-hmm. of my heart like I don't know what yeah, I would have done without you <laughs> no I mean I, I still look that's funny, yeah, th- this year, because I knew I was going this summer to teach English, there's this church, like, 20 minutes away that offers English classes, and that, like, Carthage, Missouri has this huge Hispanic population from Guatemala, mm-hmm. and so this church offers a lot of classes, they offer, like, three class, three levels, and they take teachers who were not qualified or anything, <laughs> like, like you're saying, like, I, and so, um, one of our friends was a teacher for that, and he asked us if we wanted to take his spot, because he had to step down, yeah, we're like, sure, yeah, like, it's some practice, but it's, like, the same thing. Like, if I hadn't had that year of, like, going back and forth and us trading conversations about random yeah. stuff just so we could, like... <laughs> Who knew how important uh, that was? <laughs> I know. It's, even though I can't speak fluently, like, we use what we can when we're teaching and then on the break time, like, it creates a lot of opportunities to, for friendship because you're just like, I'm not just going to teach you my language. I want to learn from you, too. And yes. I love that. I do, too. coming into play. You know, I don't know if I'll end up in a Spanish-speaking country, but, like, just here in the States, there's so many opportunities to use it no matter where you live. There is a ton, especially the school system. Kids that kind of um, just almost are, like, hungry for people to normalize it. Yes. Like, I don't know how to explain that, but there's something about, like, when someone who's not like their family, like, not Hispanic, someone who, and who genuinely takes, like, a genuine interest in it, it, like, empowers them. Yeah. Or not Hispanic, but I mean, like, Asian or whatever culture, you know? Yeah, I I only know a few words in, like, Japanese and Korean because it's a lot harder. But whenever we find a time to, like, throw that word in, they're always, like, so happy. And I think it will continue to come into play. It seems like God just takes every little thing that we give to him and are like, yeah, I'm going to use that in some way or I'm going to... Yeah, and that speaks so much because, like, no little thing is, like, too small. He'll use what We had, like, a couple of hours in the library... (laughs) Every two days or so, like, and then he, like, made, built a friendship and then kind of built, like, a platform. Your your career is, like, based on, like, multiculturalism and yeah. the ministry involved you're in that. Te- and, you're, and you're teaching at Global I, Qu- like, <laughs> I know, isn't it crazy? Yeah. yeah, that was, like, such a blessing. I remember being, like, pretty, like, okay friends when we were younger and middle school. Like you were saying, like, we were, we were, like, best friends, but it was like, yeah, like, she's my friend, we're, my camp friend. Camp friend, yeah. And then, see, yeah, and then seeing you again at MECC, I was like, oh. Like, yeah, I remember hanging out with her sometimes. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was like, hey, let's like Yeah, you were like one of my first MACC friends. I remember being like, hi, like, I'm going to school here. And I always loved Moberly growing up. I don't know why. I just always loved that city. Moberly was such like a stepping stone. I love how God uses these places. I'm like, about Joplin right now. I'm like, oh, like, I love, I don't know if I'm going to stay in this area forever, but like, I love it. Tell me what you love about Joplin. Oh, man. Yeah, camp team training, like, we have to talk about what we love. <laughs> no, I really, Joplin, I love the opportunity here because it is not like 
a booming city, even though there's two colleges here, it's not like we have the most things to do or the most entertainment options. I mean, my heart is definitely with, like, different cultures and stuff. And so the amount of people who live here that are from everywhere, like, it's incredible for not being, like, a major city. Yeah. It feels, like, very, very, like, just interconnected. There's just a lot of opportunities to enjoy music and art and people from other cultures and opportunities to serve. Like, if I don't know. I, lo- I love it. In the, I mean, I love Ozark because there's such intentional training here. But definitely, like, the heart of it for me was just the opportunity to do what I love and get experience. I never expected to get the experience and, like, the leadership training that I've gotten mm-hmm. through this internship with, like, my church here, College Heights. I never expected to have that opportunity because I thought Joplin was still kind of, like, small and still. And so that's just blown me away, I think. That's what I love most about it is just the amount of people who are here from everywhere, I guess. Do you feel that the city is still healing from the tornadoes? Or is it kind of, like, do you even notice that anymore? It's hard for me to answer that question because I came in after. And okay. So by, by the time I came in, it was 2015, so it was, like, four years after. Um, okay. It, it had hit, and so it felt like... Everything, like, most things were rebuilt. Like, you could tell which okay. parts of town are still really new, even though it doesn't look like a tornado came through. Like, you can tell, oh, this is way newer than the side that didn't get hit. Um, so if you know that, like, you can pick up on that. But overall, I have... You haven't? Okay. Besides, like, besides, like different, like, on the day of, like, May, you know, May 22nd, like, I think it was, that was the day. Oh, that's bad. Um, that there'll be, like, memorial. Or you, I've heard a few stories of people who, mm-hmm. like, have shared weather and, like, speeches or testimonies or sermons or whatever it is but there's not a huge vibe of like a healing recovering necessarily okay i don't know i feel like i'm a good person no it's fine i just was curious because i don't know like i just remember that being such a big part of knowing about joplin was that and i was like i wonder if she's like had any encounters i have heard some of those stories but recently it's not like a forefront unless it's like in may so maybe next month Listen up, Buttercups. You all know how I love Quinn Sharp jewelry designs. I have been wearing my elongated gold hoops with aqua chalcedony triangles all season long. Quinn Sharp is a military wife and previously lived in the Pensacola area. All of her jewelry designs are inspired by the ocean and all forms of nature. Each piece is uniquely crafted by Quinn Sharp herself. And until May 7th, you can use the code still with you to receive 20% off her entire website. Again, that's still with you for 20% off quinsharp.com. Go and get yourself a pair of beautiful dangly earrings. You will not regret it. Trust me. All right, back to the show. Yeah, I'm at OCC. The church I go to is called College Heights Christian Church. It's right down the road from Missouri Southern State University, so that's it's on like yeah. the College View Drive. I've loved being a part of their church. So my internship with them is in their like missions department, mm-hmm. and specifically just just under the lady who is oversees like all the international student ministry. Um, so sweet, like I've learned a lot just from being in their presence, and they're so wise. My my role has been like running the co- our conversation partner program, which is like, pairing a international student with an American student as friends. And so we, you, you know, like like organizing different events to connect everyone and kind of like like volunteer care recruitment like I love it it's it's so much fun to see like relationships happen and get to build my own and be that like connecting person for students as they come in so I loved it it's taught a lot about leadership and doing things on the fly because I'm such a planner like doing a lot of planning but then like you know working with this many different cultures it's like gotta be on the fly sometimes so it's been a joy I love it 
Oh, that is so amazing. I love that you're like a little people magnet. Like you're just so... I do. Like I do. I wish I could run with your group because I feel like it'd be fun. Like I feel like you guys have a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Just last night, this is kind of cool because usually like as the Americans, we're the ones planning different get-togethers and inviting Mm -hmm. students to. But last night, like all the Korean girls, they were during this game night and invited us it was just a cool role reversal and they taught us like the korean version of mafia and it just had like a little twist to it oh my it was gosh way more fun than the way we play so i never want to play it our way again are you serious um, what do they yeah, do different they there's no cars you don't even have to have a deck of cards uh-huh. um the the moderator just goes around and like picks people for each role but you could do cards if you wanted to but the, the real twist is the mafia during the night they get to pick someone to kill, and then they get a mission given to them. Like, so during the daytime, they all yeah. have to, like, scratch their head or flip their hair or pull their ear or something. They complete the mission before everyone in the town chooses someone to kill. Then they get to go back to night before they vote on someone. Because at night, the mafia get to kill a townsperson, but during the day, the townspeople have a chance to, like, collaborate why? and kill a mafia. Why were we not playing Korean mafia? Like, what the heck? Like, yeah. why do we have to be so stiff with our mafia? Yeah, so like, they're, they're, like, you know, good at lying and making things fun, so it was just, yeah, it was just a hoot. What's, like, one season that you feel like, far in, like, your college experience or even in this past year that you feel like really changed you? Yeah, I think, I think one season that God has brought me through a lot is becoming more aware of his presence. I think, like, growing up in the church, I always would talk, I would talk about God a lot, and our family was always very, like, praying and reading scripture, and, but I don't think I really, like, grasped how present God is mm-hmm. until I came to college, and especially last, last spring break, so, like, last March, our school offers this class called the Wilderness Challenge, and you're, like, roughing it out in the wilderness for nine or ten days with this ministry called discovery ministries that takes groups out and you have to learn how to build fires and use tarp and rope to build shelter and like you're just roughing it but you have like you have no context of what time it is based on you know other than the sun rising and setting sundial it trekking around (laughs) yeah just trekking through the through the you know south yeah missouri mountains so for nine days we had all these hours of hiking every day that we would talk and talk to each other and sing and you know that week was very like a turning point for me and god's continued to bring me in that season of like being in constant communication with him instead of have feeling like i have to sit down for a certain time or a certain and i think that creating a certain space for prayer is really important in your life but that taught me like wow i god is always there i just have to become aware of him and learning to pull away from like distractions and from like not feeling awkward about like asking to pray for people right in the moment yes or or, like bringing god into more daily situations or praying for people like even if not out loud like as i'm talking to people or when i see like actually feeling god everywhere instead of just in a you know only when I go to church or only when I'm in class or only when I'm having my devotional time is that was kind of a turning point of like okay God you're always here and you really are always available to listen so I think that was a really a big season that he's brought me through (laughs) the other one is just one of trust in a lot of different ways like trusting for this internship like the fundraising has been has blown me away with how that has come together and there's been some times even in my internship with this international student stuff that I feel like I've been thrown in above my head or given more responsibility than I thought I would handle or that I thought I should have. God has really taught me to trust him to that he will give me the strength to step up or he will give me the energy to make it through that week or yeah so trust has been like definitely an anthem of the year too. Even last summer with camp teams like 
I did not really want to do it a second time, even though I was going into it. I was like, yeah, this is going to be great, but I did not really want to do it. Oh my gosh. I don't know how you have all the energy for all these things that you're like climbing mountains, like basically going on camp tours. Like, girl, I don't know how you're doing all of it. And going to school, like on top of that. Oh my gosh. School is the part that I wish I could give up, but I love my school, but it's just like, it seems like I love all the ministry side of it. That sounded bad. I do love, I love Ozark, love my classes, (laughs) but it is, it is a lot of work. Balance, also like a word of the year, balance. Last semester I was very imbalanced at the beginning with, which led to just a lot of anxiety and stuff. It really just comes down to like recognizing he's there and because of recognizing his presence always, I'm able to trust and he's like worthy of my trust and I'm able to um, find balance because he is at the center and learning about intentionality like you were like yeah. I was telling you like I really appreciate about that about you learning how to be intentional. My first two years even with these international students seemed it was good but it seemed a little more shallow and so last year it really developed into like wow, this is how we build friendship and this is how it lasts beyond the time that they're here. And December was the hardest goodbyes I've ever said in my life (laughs) to a lot of the girls that were here. And so just learning to trust him with those friendships because we don't have the same closeness distance-wise that we did when they were here. Even trusting God with friendships of those who haven't chosen to believe in Christ yet and they leave like my physical grasp of closeness and like trusting God with and I'm still working on this a lot, <laughs> but just trust, trusting him to continue to pursue them, even though I may not be like part of that upfront, trusting that he's going to keep putting people in their life that will lead them toward them, toward him. And oh, that's good. That's good, especially for me to hear. Yeah, it's yeah. So that's my yeah. The main word of the year has been. Wow, this is like so much because like I I can I can relate to so many things like with the balance and the trust and <laughs> all of that. That's totally yeah, totally. What about yeah, and like oh, even what, what you were talking about about like adding you know, the teaching and then being asked. To do like being willing to see new opportunities, I've said too, yes to too many things this year. Almost like I am too willing to like tell people I can do that for you, or I can take that on, or I can go to this. Or so learning how to take those opportunities that come, but also be willing to say like, no, I am not a superhero. I have to be willing to like let other people help me take some of this off if I'm becoming too overwhelmed. So yes, like, yeah, I love each each of the things that God lays down in our lives, but sometimes there's like more than we can take at a certain point yeah like okay like this is what community is for I had to like lay some of that down with my small group because I told them I was like actually just like I felt like I was doing too much they're like you need to really say no to a few things tell me if you've heard of this practicing sabbath Yes. Like with John Mark Homer. Yeah. Like how he's like pushing like the practicing, like if we actually like not just like acting and being like Jesus, but like actually practicing what Jesus practiced. I don't, yeah, I don't know that name of the guy. What is his name? It's John Mark Comar. He wrote Garden City. I haven't read any of his books, but like all my friends have the concept of Sabbath, meaning you take. You don't, well, that's the thing, like, you don't have to do, like, a full day. Like, I usually do, like, half a morning on, like, Friday or Saturday, and I'll just, like, I will usually... Make, make myself... Make my... You make yourself, like, it's whatever is, like, it's, like, there's no rules, but it's supposed to be, like, yes. kind of makes you feel a little bit closer with the Lord. So, like, mine is, like, I'll read my Bible, and then, like, I'll read whatever I want to read. Like, like no homework reading... Not e- it doesn't even have yes, to be a devotional. Yes. It's just something that I'm like, it's very restful and like doesn't make or I watch a show that's like, um, I don't know, maybe I don't know something like not like what I'd maybe normally watch. Just something where I feel real at peace about it. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna watch a scary movie or yes. something. You know? Yeah, no, that's 
yeah, that's something that I've struggled with implementing this year. Like finding that balance. Even a half day every week is still hard for me to do. Yeah. I yeah, it's something. It's something that I want to prioritize, especially this summer. Like I need to. Well, like there's this- been a few months out of this past school year. I love that idea though, and yeah. I'm I'm the same like I wrestle with it because I'm like there's so much that I could do in like a half day but like Chris and I kind of have like we've we're trying to figure out like what our household wants to look like we're actually like taking that be like nope actually dishes can wait this morning or like actually like that homework we can do that this afternoon and so it's like no I think like we're actually gonna like do that and like so I mean like I, I no judgment. You're like a college. Well, well, we're both in college, but like you're actually like full time, like yeah. barreling down the track, like college student. I totally get it. But like, if you ever can like get the chance, it's so good because you um it actually like adds um that yes. time to your life. There's been studies like the Jewish community like has done it, and like they all live like because they did it for like so long. Like it actually can add like like ten years extra longer to your life. It was yeah. like that kind of blew I my mind. Like, our, our mind, especially, like, certain personalities, but every human, like, we think that we can be productive or more productive if we use all of our time for things that we want to do or whatever. But it's, like, the whole the whole idea of, like, the world will keep spinning without me and the world is not over if I yeah. give this time to God. Like, I am, it's like, it's like saying, like, I am not so important that I can't take the time. So yes. I struggle with that because I believe that. And it still like slips out of my same. Mind. And so it's like yeah, the same. I love that practice, but that, like that mindset of just I am not so important. Like I am not God, and so I'm going to take this time, like give it to Him, and recognize that I'm not everything. Like I can't do everything, and that's yep. Okay, <laughs> yep, that's so yeah. true. That He'll provide even when you feel like you can't. What are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are some things that you're like loving right now? It can be, like, as superficial as you want it to be. We took a break for a while, but um, two of my best friends and I, we really got hooked on This Is Us. The oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so that's something. So we just watched another episode. We're kind of behind, but we watched one last night. And Are you guys, like, I crying all the time? I've heard it's sad. <laughs> no, we, okay, there is a, a portion of the show when it's pretty heartbreaking and definitely I've cried a few times. It's just very relatable and very, like, you see yourself in it somehow and, yeah, so that's a show that I love that I don't watch very often, but when I do, it's like, I love it so warm. Man, let's see. I love, I'm I'm loving plants right now. My roommate loves plants, too. I so see them all over your room. Uh, like, are those yours in the background? Yeah, little succulent flowers. So I love, I, I'm starting to like plants more. Those three of us are going to move off campus and pretty soon, and so we just, like, heard back on the house that we want. And oh, you guys are looking at a house? Yes, we're going to rent a house. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, so right that is so good. You will love it. Is, I'm, like, decorating. What's going to be like? And, yes. Uh, that's so exciting, though. I didn't know that. I love my friends who actually have house, like, as opposed to, like, an apartment or, like, this little kind of condo style we have here. So, like, anytime I have a friend who has a real house, I'm like, please, can I come stay and, like, watch movies and, like, actually be in, like, a real kitchen? Like, I love it. So, like, I, oh, my gosh. I'd be, like, at your house all the time if we were, if we were like, closer. Because I'd be like, you have a real house. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Last summer, I really got into it. What, and after, like, the Wilderness Challenge, I really love canoeing and, like, floating. And last summer on camp teams, there was a couple camps that, like, they planned, like, a whole day where we would just get take a canoe trip, like, with our students. Oh, my gosh. And so that was... So I've, I love, like, being outside, hiking, canoeing. This spring has been really disappointing because it's, like, 30 degrees right now in April. Yeah, it's been, like, you guys have had an eternal winter. Yes, I love being outside. It hasn't happened in this, this Wait, semester. Wait, go back to the canoe. So 
Are you afraid that, like, I can't, I don't do, don't think I do well with canoes. For one, I can't sit still. Uh-huh. Second, uh-huh. like, are you afraid that baby's going to tip over? Because that is, like, no protection. Like, you could, like, and it's, like, you have to, like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, like, you're, you're, you have to go back and forth, yeah. right? Yeah, um, and, like, I loved, I loved a lot of things about that wilderness challenge, like, spiritually, but also just physically, it was so, it was so taxing, but it, I learned so much about, like, how to canoe, how to steer, how, what to do, like, if you fall, like, ours never tips, thankfully, but you even learn, like, how to keep it from tipping, if possible, um, and we weren't in, like, raging waters or anything, it was just a pretty slow river i've never really thought of, i mean I've, yeah sure if it's T- canoes just sound happens, intimidating but... to me like i think i've seen too many bad movies where they've just like they everyone yeah, yeah. tips happen but if you know how to swim then it's not too bad because we didn't i think did we have life jackets i don't remember i think we had life jackets so you're like floating anyway if you tip over but the scariest part coley on that trip was i will say canoeing at night was pretty rough because you like we had headlamps but you can't really see like the edges <sighs> of rocks or trees are coming i would be terrified so, like, like that, that that's when you tip is if you hit like a rock or a tree in the in the water so we had to go super slow, use our lights to try to like see stuff. We didn't have to do that very much, but that was definitely like the most. Oh my gosh! And that you were so like, brave yeah. on so many levels. Like I, you would not catch me like in a boat at all at night. Like no way. I love being outside so and just like yeah all that outdoorsy type of stuff I love that I don't get to do it very much I hope I'll get to more soon yeah for sure yeah. that's so cool what else what else anything else yeah. that you're loving watching or- oh man uh loving or watching I also started Gilmore Girls a little bit late to party but I started that over the last break we had and I think that's a super cute show, so... Yes, it is. Get ready, because it will break your heart in a while. <laughs> what season are you on? I'm still on the first. I didn't get too far. That's okay. <laughs> that's my goal, is to finish it this year. Um, I'm on season five, but it's taken me legit, like, three years to do. There's, like, some parts in there where you're... It will literally, like, break your heart. I'm not going to tell you it, but it will just, like... Thank I, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to tell you, but I will say that, like, it was the fact that I actually had to call my mom, and I told her I was, like this just happened because my mom and I used to watch it together and I was like this just happened and I don't know how to process it and I woke up the next morning like actually thinking about what happened on the show (laughs) I'm probably like you know I mean like I'm kind of like a dramatic but I so it's probably not gonna you probably be like oh that happened like saw it coming (laughs) but in my head I was like oh my gosh I could not believe it but anyway so just keep watching let me know how that goes for sure okay I'll just it tell you it hits like about like season four, so you're don't be like sit and intense it, as you're watching it. it. You'd be like, it's gonna happen now. Like, no, you got a little while, but season four, okay. like in beginning of season five, is where oh, so much. Anyway, that happened with uh, whenever I watched Downton Abbey, there was like a turning point when it was like crying and like I can't watch the show anymore. Yeah, yeah, I definitely understand that. Yes. <laughs> oh my. Oh yeah, that's right. You watched Downton Abbey. So are you watching The Crown? I've heard really good things about The Crown. Okay, if you get the chance, I'm like haven't finished it, but the crown's really good. I feel like I should go back and watch Down Nabby. I haven't really. It's good. I have. Oh, so, okay, I'll just be honest. Like I have to. I can't like do a lot of British shows. The accent kind of drives me. No, I, I feel that too. That's like, why I never started the crown. I thought it was like a. British it's actually really show. not. It's not that it is, okay. but I mean, it's not that bad. Like if I can handle it, like okay. I feel like you can handle it because okay. it's like okay. I I don't really do that much of like British yeah. accents, but which sounds terrible and I'm horribly offending people, but that like it's the truth. <laughs> The podcast is called Still With You. You can take this wherever you want, just like open canvas. So where is God Mm -hmm. still with you? Think about this for a second. That's what I love about it because everyone gets to interpret it differently. I think I would say I see that God is still with me in 
confusion. Even even like this semester, I felt like more than any other time in my life, just like like a weird simultaneous like peace or firmness, and also like confusion about where to go from here. Even though it's like all and all the things we've talked about, it sounds like I have a really good plan or a lot of like opportunities. I feel like God is still very with me in the midst of some confusion about what what that what the next step looks like. He keeps like putting options out there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, like I don't. I don't know what exactly it looks like and not just in a future kind of way but like I don't know exactly how my heart and the way that he become effective or how that's going to like play he's so so this whole theme of like Annette trust in me give me what you have and I will make something beautiful out of it like he's done that time and time again um and so I feel like he's still with me even in this time of like confusion about what is coming next <laughs> I have the next three months you know kind of I know this is what I'm going to be doing but even next year I don't know what it's going to be like and that's really exciting but it's also kind of confusing but I don't feel, I don't feel a lack of God's presence at all in that I feel like he he's still with me in the midst of confusion and I always thought like growing up that confusion was a bad thing and so I'm learning now that like God is still very with me in the midst of this new experience of confusion or like unsureness about what the next few years of my life will look like. So, yeah. Yeah. Even I don't want to, I don't want to sound vague. Like the summer is a big part of that and serving overseas and what that, where that will tug my heart and where I will connect best, like which people group, which kind of culture I'm going to connect with. But even deeper than that, it's like having so many friends who come from different faith backgrounds. There's a little bit of confusion about like, God, how can there be so much deception in this world? How can there be so much confusion about who you are and taking a world religions class this semester and just learning about all the different ways people view God and in um, reality and so it feels like he's very still with me (laughs) as I'm confused about how the world is like it is um that's really good how how my little my little gifts or my little friendships or opportunities like how that's gonna play into the grand scheme of his like god how is how are you gonna make sense of this or how are you gonna break down some of these deceptions that are in the world so that gets more like philosophical but that's been very real for me in this semester just being surrounded by so many people who don't have faith in christ yeah Yeah. i'm so proud of you for being so faithful (laughs) i really am like Uh, i mean Thank you, Chloe. You have not changed, though, at all. Like, you're still, like, so, like, bubbly, and, like, I love that you're just, like, you are so, oh, I keep saying faithful, but I feel like faithful is your word, like, you know, that it's not always easy to be a Christian, but, like, you've, like, even through, feels like through, like, times of, like, trying new things, and, like, you've pursued the Lord, like, I know he pursues us, but you've pursued, like, following him, like, well, like opening up your hands to what he has for you, and I love that, Annette. I did. So how can we pray for you this summer? And also, is there any way that listeners can give if they feel called to give? Or how does that work? Yeah, prayer is definitely the best thing right now. Like, mm-hmm. even I've talked to a couple people and to my, like, my advisor career. And this last month of school and my internship here, it feels like my attention is going to be very split. And so just I would really appreciate prayers for cohesion or motivation to put my energy toward this summer because it feels like I only have like you know two and a half weeks between when I school's ending and when I fly out of the country um and so like that doesn't feel like enough time to devote and so I want to spend some of my time here like preparing and 
spiritually trying to discern like what God's gonna have in store for me so it feels like it's on the back burner more with everything else going on here so just prayer that I can devote my mental energy and prayer life to that more to collectively with other people and like personally so that's definitely where I'm at with that yeah as, as far as giving that yeah that is awesome <laughs> PayPal I didn't even know you could have like an online portal through ELIC the organization I have a like an online portal through that so that's probably the easiest way. I have it all over my Facebook. Okay. <laughs> um, so we'll put that. Really we'll put the link in the show notes for all the listeners to go to that. So that way, if they yeah. feel called to give, which for those of you who are listening, Annette is very worthy. <laughs> like she is not going to run away to Mexico oh with your God. money unless oh. it's on a mission trip. <laughs> no, seriously. Like you are so worth every bit of like an investment because you are truly like um, such a tool. Like. That's been something that I've worked through this semester, even like I am surrounded by a lot of people who have served overseas or have done, yeah, done something. Um, and I have fought with this feeling of like, am I even worthy to be doing oh, this? Oh, shut up. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, I think everyone goes through this, like whatever ministry you go into, you're like, and that's the, like, you have to almost reach that point of like, God, I'm not worthy. And like, that's the cool thing about this because I'm found in you. Like, we you, I, has oh my gosh, can do this. Yeah, I know but, that's um, true. But like, you've been, been set up for it. Like, this is so like, even just talking to you, I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's <laughs> born for this. Yeah. I'm super, super excited. Um, and I will say, like, even even calling my summer like a mission trip, if it's connected to the name of the organization, can be kind of not a great thing <laughs> because of like, oh if, yeah, um, we're we're going there to to be an English teacher, and like there are moments when we need, well, we are like gospel minded, and we bring conversations in with people like. The, the country, especially the countries we're going into, is just like, we are there to be teachers, and that's, that's it. But, um, yeah, the link is probably the best way. I did pretty much fully funded for my online portal, and I just need to raise a couple hundred to buy my plane ticket, and I will be ready to fly out. Guys, let's so, do it. Let's get our plane ticket going. <laughs> like, so, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited, though. And just, I mean, praying over the team aspect yeah. of it. Because I'll be with two different teams because the, the first month is a smaller group and then the second month is a lot bigger. So praying against the enemy, you know, bringing in conflict and, you yeah. know, healthy conflict. And- yeah. I'm also going to be praying for op- minds to have some light bulb moments, to minds be ready to receive the learning that you're yeah, going to have. Yeah, yeah. I just thought yeah. of that. I was like, I need to be praying for the kids you're going to reach, too, and adults yeah. and whoever you teach, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I... I have, like, a TESOL certificate from a couple years ago, and they'll give us some training. Like, I have a annual to go through. After the semester's over, I'll get to sit down and go through that online. And I don't have, like, an actual teaching degree yet. And so they'll, they'll train us really well for what we're doing, but it's still that element of I will only be, like, for myself. I'm like, I really wish I could be already a great teacher before I go, but that's part of the journey is they prepare us for what we need and God gives us just what we need. Yes. Annette, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I feel like we don't need to wait like another year and a half before we talk again. Actually, you should come (laughs) back and do a recap about your internship this summer at Destination. We are not revealing, but (laughs) seriously, you should tell us what you can about it. I'll be praying. I'll, you know, I'll take it to my small group. We'll be praying for you and... Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, balancing me in there. <laughs> you are welcome. Thanks for asking me. It's You've been a really encouragement to me. I'm being honest, Coley. Like, it's really cool to share this and to reconnect with you about what God's doing. So it was great. Thank yeah. you. All right. All right. See you, girl. Bye. Bye. 
I hope that is the first of many FaceTime dates that Annette and I share together. She is amazing. I am so glad that I have a friend that I can kind of almost reflect upon because she's seen me through my awkward junior high years, my crazy freshman years in college when I was just trying to figure it all out. Now we're growing up and still pursuing the Lord and she's just remaining so faithful to him and I could not be more proud of her and I am going to be so prayerful for her this summer and I'm asking that you all do the same. Anytime you think of her or you share this podcast, put her on your heart pray safety over her, that she'll be able to minister through the power of education, teaching English, as being the hardworking woman that she is. I will be following up with her about her experiences this summer, so you can all look forward to that. She kind of mentioned this in the podcast, and I just thought I would clarify it, is that when she talks about us going to restaurants, we were actually going to Mexican restaurants in Moberly, and we would speak with some of the waiters who would work there and they were so eager to learn English and we were so eager to learn Spanish that that would be on our weekly route of places we would stop and visit. We loved it and we bonded through that and it was just so much fun and that is a memory that I will forever hold in my heart and she is a friend that I always want to be able to pick up with. Just pick up right where we left off and I'm just so grateful for that. She has truly just inspired and encouraged me in so many ways on so many levels. As for the rest of you guys, thank you so much for being here again. I'm the spontaneous friend at this point. So if you like what you are hearing and you want to be notified when another episode comes out, please hit subscribe. And if you were to be so kind, please leave a review of what you think about the show and rate it. I'm trying for five stars. Also, the music that you hear in the background is from my sweet friend, Christy Masing. Please go check out her music at christymasing.com. Link for that is in the show notes. As always, you can find me on social media. I'm at Coley Browning. That's K-O-H-L-I-E and Browning like the rifle. Or you can connect with me on my website. That's coleybrowning.com. If you are someone who is interning overseas or Oh, heck, even in country or you are going on a mission trip, I would love to know about it. Please tell me so I can pray for you. And maybe I'll even create a map of where all my friends are going across the globe. Yeah, actually, I think that's going to happen. So this Saturday, I'm having my Cinco de Mayo missions dinner. I'm inviting all my friends over to my house and we're going to eat tacos and I'm going to pray over each of them. I'm super excited for that. And until then, I just encourage you to go forth into this world and know that Jesus is on your side. You have things that you can be so joyous about. You know, I had a really difficult week this past week. Not one of my favorites. In the end, I know that God is so faithful and he does not abandon us and he wants us to cling to what is good. My friend Emily encouraged me this week just to cling, cling to what is good. And so I'm so grateful I got to kind of edit and listen to this episode several times because it is good and I'm clinging to what is good, which is Annette speaking words of empowerment and encouragement through Christ's name. So please go into this world just like Annette is doing and be bold Be brave and be you. And remember, he is still with you.